All right, here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 15 of Thoughts from the Shade. Is a fade the shade edition, uh, which wasn't completely sure was going to happen. You know, reached out to Bomb today to to lock in the slate and and lock in a recording time and uh, didn't get a ton of feedback. But you know, we have busy lives and we're here, so we're here to make the picks. Um, I th- I thought Bomb was tucking his tail after a rough week last week. But the guy always shows up. So we got a, we got three college games, three NFL games. We'll give them to you, and we'll get ready for the weekend. Bomb, are you alive over there? Let's do it. Not a lot of energy out of Bomb today, folks. Let's hope the picks are better. <laughs> All right, let's get started. So we got three college games. Uh, one in the Big Ten, one in the Big 12, and one in the SEC. Uh, we'll start on Saturday at 12 o'clock. The 10th-ranked Michigan State Spartans go to Bloomington to take on the Indiana Hoosiers, who are off of their bye week and are also uh, not revealing their starting quarterback. Uh, if you remember back a couple weeks ago, Michael Penix Jr. went out in the game against Penn State. Um, the backup came in and, and finished that game out. I can't think of his name right now. He he might be starting. Penix might be starting. Tom Allen uh, isn't given isn't given the word, uh, so we don't we don't know. But Sparty is six and zero, and they head to Bloomington as a four, four and a half point favorite. Kind of a short line for for the tenth ranked team in the country. Bomb, what do you got here? It's a rat line. Um, I, I've said since the beginning of the season that, that Penix, uh, that Penix was a stiff. He's always injured. Um, I, I don't know who's starting. Um, I think that kid. Uh, I think their backup is uh, a kid. That kid Tuttle. Jack Tuttle. Yeah. Um, I, I I can't bet on Indiana. I'm taking Sparty. Yeah, it's it's uh it's an interesting line. I, I looked at I believe Michigan State had was it Nebraska last week? Or they had Rutgers last week, and I think that line was kind of short. They were on the road there as well. Uh, they ended up blowing out Rutgers thirty one thirteen. Kind of seeing a similar similar kind of deal here. I don't know how you can watch what's transpired with Indiana so far this season and then with uncertainty at quarterback. Uh, I can't I can't go with the Hoosiers. Um, Michigan State's playing great football, uh, playing good defense, running the ball with Walker. That kid is shooting up, um, you know, the, the boards and the odds for, for Heisman. So I think it should be an easy win for the Spartans. Um, but, yeah, weird line. We'll see what happens. But I'm, I'm going to go Sparty. I'm not going to not going to bite on the fishy line and take the bad team uh, in this one. We'll go to the Big 12, uh, also at noon on Fox, the 12th-ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys go to Texas to take on the Longhorns off of the insane loss in the Red River showdown to Oklahoma. Uh, They were up big at halftime and completely fell apart in the second half. Uh, They're still sitting at 25th in the country, and they are a home favorite. This week, uh, despite 
Oklahoma State being five and zero. Texas is four and two. Texas at home, laying four, and I'm not really sure where to go here. Uh, again, it's a it's a weird line. You look at the rankings. Oklahoma State is ranked twelfth. Texas is twenty fifth. I get that Texas is the home team, but they have two losses. They're off a, a crushing loss, and they're still laying four. Another weird line here. Uh, I'm going to bite. I'm going to take Oklahoma State plus four. Uh, they got a lot to play for right now, being undefeated and, and the doors open in the Big 12. Uh, they're playing pretty solid defense. I think I saw they're giving up something like 18 points a game. Um, and, and I just don't know how Texas is going to bounce back from – the, uh, the the loss to Oklahoma, that was just crushing, soul-crushing. And I don't know how you recover in, in one week. Um, I just feel like Texas is, you know, kind of they've struggled to stay s- somewhat relevant um, in the national landscape. And it, it just feels like that, that loss last week is like a dream crusher. And I don't think they respond. So I'm going to take Oklahoma State plus the four. Uh, I'll go to Baum for his pick. Yeah, I'm taking uh, I'm taking the Longhorns. I mean, it's it just feels like a a uh, another rat line. Um, I'm taking Texas here. You know, Oklahoma State. I just feel like every year, not every year, but maybe every other year, they have a, a pretty solid team, and uh, they're always in the mix. But you know, for whatever reason, actually, kind of similar to like James Franklin, they 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 like have these bizarre losses or games that they should win and they, they end up losing. So I think this is a game that they lose outright. Um, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take Texas and I'm going to lay the points. Just a quick dig at, at, at our guys, James Franklin there, huh? Yeah. Similar, similar to, uh, to Gundy, right. Um, you know, it was always good for kind of an audio clip. Um, Always good for uh, for the hype, but but never wins the big game. Yeah, I guess your your case in point was was last Saturday, but Penn State's on the bye this week, and we will move right along to our SEC game this week. Uh, I feel like this is the third week in a row uh, that that Georgia is supposedly going to get tested by another solid team in the SEC. The Kentucky Wildcats travel to Athens, um, ranked 11th in the country now, sitting at 6-0. and Go to Georgia to take on the top-ranked Bulldogs, who are also 6-0. and Georgia blew out Auburn last week, 34-10. They blew out Arkansas the week before, 37-zip. Uh, they haven't played a close game yet this year. Kentucky's rolling along pretty nicely with wins over Florida, uh, they had a, a pretty nice win last week over LSU. That program, what a what a turn for for the worst that they've taken uh, since the national championship. Um, Georgia Bulldogs are laying twenty one and a half at home at the moment. Bob, what do you see happening here? Well, first, uh, do you have any analysis of Kentucky's quarterback? Yeah, I was going to go there. So Kentucky's being led this year by Will Levis. Uh, he was the backup or the 1B last year at Penn State. Um, saw some time in that debacle of a season in Happy Valley. Uh, and then I think he was Clifford's backup. 
2019. Now, he he's a big guy, and he can run, uh, but his passing is not not anything special. I mean, I'm looking at his numbers right now. He's thrown for 189 yards a game. He's got 11 t- passing touchdowns and six picks in six games. Um, so really not like an air raid guy or, or an elite passer by any means. I think uh, I think it's going to be a stiff test for him, both through the air and on the ground, because this Georgia defense, uh, as it has been well documented, is is just unreal. Yeah, I agree. I feel like if it was at if it was at Kentucky, I'd consider taking uh, taking Kentucky, but I'm taking uh, taking the dogs. Yeah, it's it's funny because we're picking the dogs. We're picking their game for the third week in a row on on the show here, and I think the last two weeks we've picked against them. Uh, and and big numbers they they laid eighteen and a half against Arkansas, one thirty seven nothing. They laid around fifteen against Auburn, one thirty four to ten. Um, you know, fool, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I have to take Georgia here, um, but you know with the way things are going and it being the third week in a row that they're a huge favorite and they're at home, they probably won't cover, but you got to take Georgia. I just, I haven't seen much of this Kentucky team, but I've seen enough of Levis to know that uh, he's in for a long day on Saturday uh, against the best defense in the country. So I'm going to lay it with Georgia and we'll lock those in and roll with those three picks for the weekend Again, to mention, it's it's kind of a light board. Um, not really a ton of marquee matchups uh, throughout college football and throughout throughout the top 25. There are seven teams in the top 25 on by here in week seven. Um, so we'll look forward to, to a little bit meatier of a schedule uh, as we roll into late October. Let's take it over to the NFL. And we've got three games here as well. Um, obviously, we a recording here Thursday evening in advance of the Eagles game, but we gave you that pick or our pick uh, for that on episode 14. We'll see how it shakes out. You'll know as you're listening to this um, for as a fan, for, for fan's sake, hopefully we were wrong, um, but we'll see. Uh, we got three games on Sunday that we're taking a look at here. Uh, the first being the Los Angeles Chargers. Go into Baltimore to take on Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Matchup of two four and one teams, two teams that played pretty crazy games last week. Um, Chargers in an absolute shootout with the Cleveland Browns were able to come out on top at home in that game. And then on Monday night, uh, Lamar Jackson leads the giant comeback against Indianapolis. Um, bomb that was well documented for you. I believe you jumped on. Uh, Baltimore live and was able to get a cover there. In game, I believe Indianapolis was 120 and 0 uh, since moving to to Indianapolis with a uh, with a 16 point lead in the fourth quarter. We all know that number two has a a knack for blowing games. If you recall that uh, that game with Cam Newton a few years back, uh, they blew a 17 point lead. So nothing new. Um, because of the fact that I'm chalking that loss up to Carson and his boys rather than, you know, Lamar, who who took over, played great. Don't get me wrong, played great. Um, 
you know, put up historic numbers. Uh, I, I just, I just love the Chargers, man. I think the Chargers are legit. I think this is going to be their coming out party. Um, I love Herbert. Uh, I like their coach. I think the guy knows when to go for it. I think he leans on the analytics. So I'm taking the Chargers and I'm taking the points, but I think they have a good opportunity to win outright. Yeah, I didn't get to the line there. Line is Ravens are favored by two and a half at home. Um, and I'm going to roll with you and the Chargers here. Um, they've been impressive so far. Their only loss is to Dallas. Uh, we know that Dallas is starting to look like a juggernaut and, and a, a real contender in the NFC. And you look at Baltimore, um, yeah, they're 4-1, and one, but they had to win on a 67-yard field goal against Detroit. Uh, they beat Denver, uh, who had their starting quarterback knocked in that game. And then, obviously, we know about the struggles in Indianapolis – uh, and, and what an epic collapse that was on Monday night. I just, I don't know. I, I don't feel like Baltimore is playing a really clean game right now. Um, they're just kind of scrambling and scrapping to get these wins. And, you know, the Chargers are, are lethal on offense. Uh, they have a pretty, pretty solid defense. I mean, they were exposed a little bit by Cleveland last week, but that's a good team in the Cleveland Browns as well. Um, but I like Herbert, and Mike Williams is, is really going off this year. They got Eckler. Um, just a really nice balanced attack, and the Ravens are kind of all over the place. I think uh, I think the Chargers go into Baltimore win this game outright. I'm going to take the Chargers to win the game. And we'll keep moving here uh, to 405. Uh, the undefeated Arizona Cardinals, and Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury, they're rolling right along in this early season. Last undefeated team in the NFL. They go to Cleveland at First Energy Stadium to take on Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns, who are sitting at 3-2. and two. Uh, As we mentioned, off the loss in the crazy game against the Chargers last week. Um, Browns are at home. They are currently laying 3.5. 3.5-point favorite uh, as a 3-2 and two team hosting the 5-0 and o Cardinals. Uh, Bob, what do you see here? Yeah, I think this is the week it ends. I'm taking the uh, the Browns. I think uh, I think uh, Kyler's a bit banged up. They uh, they did cover against San Francisco, but the offense didn't look so hot. So, um, whereas Cleveland, you know, obviously they they've played a couple games that have been absolute barn burners. They they've been on the I think the the wrong side of the uh, the stick there. So I'm taking the Browns. I think they get the job done. On Sunday, I think they knock off the uh, the Cardinals and cover. I'm going to roll with you there as well and take the Browns minus the three and a half. Um, we talk about the Cardinals being five and zero oh and the last undefeated team. The Browns very well could be five and zero oh right now. You think back to Week One uh, and and the collapse uh, at Arrowhead against the Chiefs, uh, and as we're starting to learn, the Chiefs aren't the uh, the team that we've grown to to know uh, in the last few years. They're sitting at two and three. Um, and then you look at that game last week, it could have gone either way against the Chargers. I think there was a questionable pass interference call that, that went against Cleveland late in that game. And you just look at the line. I mean, a 5-0 and team going up against a 3-2 and team. I know it's uh, kind of like a sucker thing or, or an optics thing, but, you know, anybody that's, that's looking at that, that that doesn't know anything is going to think, oh, man, Cardinals, easy bet. So. I'm taking the Browns. I like the Browns. They have a great uh, running attack with Chubb and Hunt. Uh, 
They need to get better through the air. Mayfield's been spotty so far this season and hasn't really meshed with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. since he's been back. Um, but they got, they got other playmakers that have that have stepped up in the passing game a little bit. So look for the Browns to to get it done here and cover the three and a half. And we'll we'll go to another game in the the four o'clock slot here, four twenty-five on CBS. The Dallas Cowboys, America's team, sitting at four and one uh, on a four-game win streak. They go to Foxborough to take on the lowly two and three. New England Patriots. Uh, the Patriots are getting three points. Dallas favored by three. We got a home dog um, by a field goal. And I don't, I don't really have much analysis to give. I mean, clearly Dallas has been the better team thus far. Uh, as I said before, they're, they're looking pretty strong. Um, but I think the injuries in that game against the Giants last week allowed them to really blow it open. I think the Giants were hanging around until Jones went out and Saquon went out. Um, you look at the other wins for Dallas, they beat Carolina. Uh, obviously, that team isn't true to its record. They beat beat the Eagles. We know what they are. Um, they do have a good win over over the Chargers and uh, the close loss to the Bucks and I don't know, just some, something. It's This is just a gut pick. Uh, I'm going to take the Pats and the three points. I mean, they haven't been impressive. I'll, I'll go through their schedule quickly. They had to come back last week to beat the Houston Texans, who are probably the worst team in football right now. Uh, losses to Tampa Bay, which was close. Uh, Tom Brady's return to Foxborough, as well as the Saints. They beat the Jets, and they lost in week one to Miami. This is just a gut pick for me. I, I don't I don't have much rhyme or reason, but I'm taking the Pats plus three. Oof. Uh I can't do it. I gotta take the uh I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Um I just think the Patriots offense is totally anemic with uh with Mac Jones. So we'll see. I mean, I think the Patriots win by ten points or the Patriots. I think the Cowboys win by ten points and just continue to uh continue to keep keep it moving there in the NFC East. Yeah, they're really the only team that's that's standing out in the East so far, unless uh, unless we're in for a surprise this this evening after we record this. And uh, hopefully we'll have a lot of happy Eagles fans listening to this on Friday, or uh, a loss is always good for, for some content uh, and some commentary, which will bring... Uh, next week early next week um so that's it three games apiece we're scaling it down a little bit we're trying to get back on track it was a tough week last week uh i didn't go through the records uh both of us went zero and four in college last week week six uh for the year that leaves bomb at 15 and 12 and me at a disgusting nine and 18 and in the nfl uh week five we both went one and two uh, we both had a push on the Green Bay-Cincinnati game. Green Bay won by three. I had Green Bay bomb. You had Cincinnati. Uh, so that leaves bomb at 15-9 on the NFL season and me at 12-12, 12 12, 500. So we, we scaled back the board a little bit. Not sure if it's going to lock us in for, for better results, but not a ton to choose from this week. Um, State's on a bye. Eagles on Thursday. I think that's that's all I really got. I mean, Bob, did you want to get into anything else this evening, or or do you want to save it save it for next week? 
let's save it for next week. Let's get back on the winning ways and, and call it a uh, call it an episode. All right, quick and hopefully painless if these picks aren't as putrid as they were last week. Um, thanks for jumping on, Bob, gutting it out. And uh, we'll wish everybody a happy, safe, and fun weekend. Enjoy the football, and we will talk to you next week on Thoughts from the Shade, Episode 16. Take care, everyone.